Hey everyone, I'm Kyla. Welcome to my channel where I talk about the stock market and the economy amongst other things. This is Everything That You Need To Know, a series where I break down different topics in approximately 10 minutes about the stock market, the economy, the crypto markets, etc. If you want to go ahead and hit subscribe to the YouTube channel, it does help. Today we were supposed to be talking about digital infrastructure, but I'll be back tomorrow with that. I actually wanted to talk about Roblox today. They had earnings and the stock is just absolutely flying. This is a company that I have been a day one supporter of, so I wrote a very big piece on them right before their direct public offering and just wanted to touch on all the different things that they do, why the market is responding the way that it is. None of this is investment advice. I got a comment on my piece yesterday asking me if I could flash the numbers up on the screen. I, I try my best to do that, but sometimes I miss it. And if you ever have any questions, I always attach my notes in the description box below. I have absolutely everything I talked about within that. Roblox is literally the open source creator economy. Roblox in my opinion, is not only a call option on the metaverse, metaverse, which is that physical digital reality, not only a call option on the metaverse, but this open source creator economy. We're entering a world where people are building for themselves and Roblox is an iteration on the path towards this creator-led decentralized future. Roblox is very interesting because it's a still a founder-led company. It's been around for a very, very long time, since 2004, launched in 2006. They don't consider it a game, but rather a human co-experience platform currently one of the most popular games in the world and they specialize in this user-generated content so you and I would go on that platform and make content for Roblox. It's founded by David and Eric. They launched on PC in 2006, mobile in 2011, Xbox 2016, and they've remained really focused on curating an in-game community. It's a multiplayer platform that allows their users to build games and play games with the potential for much more down the pipeline. Their mission is to bring the world together through play. The main focus on Roblox is this social experience. How do we get people to connect together online and how do we get people to engage online and build together? It's still free to play and they monetize through Robux, which are an in-game virtual currency and a series of microtransactions. Just as a quick aside, that could easily evolve into NFTs, different ways to interact, you know, you know Robux, cryptocurrency. So there's a lot of different applications for, for what they've built and how it could apply to this quote unquote Web3 era. The game has always had creators at the core of its mission, focused on giving developers and creators a place to build. Rather than the aesthetics of Flash games, which are very, very popular at the time, they were like, no, we're going to have these avatars, these very like blocky people, because we're not super worried about the aesthetics, we're worried more about what people are building. Most people still view the game as a game for kids, but they have a huge opportunity to age up their user base, which they've definitely done over the past several quarters, primarily because, you know, money is slowing in and, and people respond to incentives. They also have the opportunity to break out of the game industry, encompass all parts of virtual life. So the avatars used and kind of how we saw with the meta demonstration from Zuck, you'll go into a virtual boardroom, you'll go into education, like a classroom. They announced on the earnings call that they're going to have some big partnerships announced down the road with regards to different educational companies that they're working with and really starting to build out that educational arm of Roblox, which I'm really excited for. Roblox is priming itself to become a place for work and play, for collaboration, for socialization, and they combine everything into their ecosystem and it provides really fertile ground for creators to grow because it's very, very tough as a creator trying to 
hack into a, a whole different world and get users to actually interact with your stuff. Very, very difficult. They really provide a great ecosystem to facilitate this broader social interaction. There are three main growth opportunities for Roblox. It's curating the developers and the creators. So this quote unquote creator economy, it's expanding their social network and then also the metaverse. Roblox is really interesting because they own the ecosystem, right? So they have a trio of products. So they have three different products that interact to form this broad ecosystem. They have Roblox client, they have Roblox studio and Roblox cloud services. So Roblox client is the actual application which enables the socialization, it, the search, the process for games, etc. It's kind of the digital playground, but you could think of that as evolving to the digital coffee shop, the digital conference room, and that's their main social platform. And then they have the Roblox Studio, which is where developers go, and that's the tool set. So that enables the creator player crossover, and that's the place to build uh, for distribution, to operate, to monetize, all within the creator-friendly, user-generated content. That's where you're gonna curate your developers Roblox Cloud, this is where the infrastructure is, that's where the magic happens. That can be iterated on for future metaverse growth. It's already very dynamic and accessible for people all over the world. They're showing a lot of international growth as well. But you could see that, you know, being an application for the metaverse. And that all builds into this broader Roblox flywheel. The content built by developers attracts more users, makes Roblox more attractive to developers, more Robux flow, and they build games that attract more users. So there's a social component to it. People want to play games with their friends. They invite their friends who then go invite their friends. This ultimate flywheel where you have Roblox who has this user-generated content and social flywheel. And so Roblox is differentiated in a few key ways. It's this flywheel, like I said, uh, they own everything. They own absolutely everything, which is really cool. So the production of games, the distribution of games on the platforms, the eventual monetization, and this gives them a lot of space to build out a strong ecosystem. They also have the future of socialization. So Roblox is a platform for social socialization. It's not just a game, but it's a place to hang out, spend time. They do have safety protocols that are implemented. They spend a lot of money uh, um, on infrastructure for safe, but they still have problems. There's also decentralized content. Roblox itself does not create content, which is, eh. and that does give it financial upside. So it can pay creators to post their games, which negates any upfront cost and totally gets rid of that boom bust cycle that you see in games. So they don't have to test things out with the market because they have all these creators. The creators are going to have a much better tap on what people want versus Roblox themselves. That also gives total creative freedom, it incentivizes Roblox to make this all possible. And this has been a criticism. It's like, well, are they enroaching on the creators? I think as long as you get paid and you have some sort of element of ownership, and this might devolve into a more Web3 era kind of discussion, it's a really a interesting way for Roblox to have a platform where they are able to have these game makers and incentivize them to build versus trying that whole boom bust cycle of games themselves. It's also a multifunctional, accessible ecosystem. Roblox is a place for gamers to become developers, for developers to curate their craft. The friction between the two roles is low. You have the tools at hand in order to do that. When you think about the Roblox economy, right, the dual-sided marketplace, they have a fixed economy. They control the exchange rate of Robux to USD, and they can use that as a point of leverage. The Roblox marketplace interfaces between players and developers. Players buy Robux that can purchase in-game items which are usually bought in bulk or through a monthly subscription, Roblox Premium. Players to spend their Robux, go to the Avatar Marketplace to get clothes, in-game purchases, buying those in-game experiences, accessing games,
games, buying into developer games and accessing special experiences. Developers get paid in Robux as well. You pay your people in your in-game currency that incentivizes them to go spend that money within the in-game ecosystem. Then developers can interact with Robux and they can sell games based on access. They can get paid based on engagement. They can go into the studio marketplace and sell their content and tools to fellow developers. And then they also can go into the avatar marketplace and sell items through that avatar marketplace. Millions of developers on the platform, their developer community earned 130 million, which is really great. They're on a track to earn $500 million this year. The top 10 experiences on Roblox account for 40% of Roblox spent, which is down from 50% a year ago. They're starting to work on that skew. More people are going to play the top games. And if you're a smaller creator, it can be a little bit harder to get monetized. Developers have to be enticed to stay on the platform. You do need to get paid to a certain extent in order to, to want to make content, usually. <laughs> usually. <laughs> app store dynamics this is really something that's buggy this eats into the developer relationship in my opinion ios and android take their 30 percent which bites into the revenue that rob that roblox is able to collect from their robux a lot of their engagement comes from apple and android app uh, roblox has to pay 30 percent of the revenue to the apps and assuming that that was negotiated away roblox has made it very clear and they said in the earnings call today that they would go and give that back to the creators this is a problem not not just with roblox i i can't think of the right word i want to say like cannibalistic nature of apple just like taking a ton of fees the power of the app store is not going to go anyway anytime soon so roblox is going to have to continue to deal with that there's a few different ways that they can do this and that's going to be growth abroad which they are very focused on robux is the money but daus are the key to monetization daus are daily active users so it's a user is logged in and visited roblox through the website or on an app a unique registered account on a given calendar day so their daus 47.3 million and that has aged up hours engaged are 11 billion they have a ton of users on the platform if they can spin up their daus which will be through primarily aging up users and getting more developers on the platform develop better games have a better in-game experiences that's going to be a huge lever for growth right right now they generate most of their revenue from the us and canada us and canada are roughly 30 percent of their user base but there are a lot more of the actual monetization aspects this is just business but there has to be a way for them to monetize the rest of the world non-us and canada there's a lot of potential to monetize abroad there have the presence they just have to capture the dollars the biggest areas of growth are going to be in latin america and asia pacific region which are expected to grow uh, considerably over the next years so year-over-year -year growth for this third quarter in the asia pacific region was 75 percent growth which is very promising roblox does have a joint venture with tencent china recently cracked down on tencent and i have a quick primer on how china thinks about companies on this channel so you can go and check out that video but access to the China gaming market, if not cracked down on more, will be an incredible growth opportunity. The second growth lever that they have is demographics. Roughly 50% of their Roblox users are older than 13 years old, which is really great. They aged it up considerably over the past few quarters, getting more developers on the platform and also older people experiences. They had 21 pilots come and, and do like a virtual concert. We get more of these aged up experiences on the platform that older people are going to want to go to. Some ways that they could grow, right? This AR, VR software platform, the Metazaki 
Bergverse, they could easily start implementing headsets, pretty efficient conversion process because their user base is probably already going to be familiar with that type of gear. And beyond gaming, if they can leverage that AR VR, like there's no reason why they can't do exactly what Zuck is trying to do with Meta. That game engine could become increasingly powerful. There's also the interoperability, so blockchain, crypto, akin to what Sandbox has done. The Sandbox is kind of a little bit like Roblox, but on the blockchain. Roblox already has a really strong internal network, an entire ecosystem on one platform. If they can execute on the metaverse, this functionality will be very impactful to its future. The video gaming industry is one of my favorite industries. So fascinating. I think the metaverse, as that grows too, it's going to be a social network for Gen Alpha. I think Roblox is almost building themselves their own media category, right? Like they're focusing on education. They're focusing on all these different things, which is so freaking cool. And you just don't see a lot of video game companies focusing on those aspects as much to the same level. I'm not saying that they don't focus on it. I think it's also the future of social. This is a social construction site, right? Where people can play and build together. That has a lot of flexibility, including the growth for games. They do have competitors like Epic, Unity, Microsoft. Epic is going after the metaverse. Fortnite is their huge thing. Unity is also developer focused. A lot of people think that once people age out of Roblox, they'll go over to Unity. So that's definitely something to pay attention to. Activision Blizzard, I know they're thinking about the metaverse. They're definitely something to think about too. They're not directly comparable, I think, to any any company. Then there's Minecraft with Microsoft. And we know that Microsoft is building the enterprise metaverse because we need Microsoft Excel with us at all points of the time, forever. Let's get into the numbers. So what happened yesterday? The stock went bonkers. The revenue was up 102% year over year. And you gotta remember, this is all comp to COVID. So the fact that they're still growing, their free cash flow is up 7% year over year. Then daily active users, so number of people go into the platform, 47 million, <laughs> up 31% year over year. Bookings are up. So these are the purchases of the virtual currency, the Robux by people who then go to upgrade avatars by buying in-game pets or accessories. And so that's up 30% year over year. Engaged hours, 11.2 billion, up 30 30% year over year. Then bookings per active daily user, so how much people are spending, is 13.49. So people are spending a lot of money per day within the Roblox ecosystem. Then nearly 14 million people got 21 pilots virtual merchandise around their virtual concert. Vans World had approximately 40 million visits in September. Roblox did a Lil Nas X concert that was attended 33 million times. Chipotle opened up a virtual restaurant. Really just like numbers are popping, right? With bookings and hours engaged and active daily users, this is what they like to use from a monetization aspect. Bookings, they break this down. Their supplementary materials for Q3, they have this page where they talk about revenue, deferred revenue, and bookings illustration. Consumable virtual items, which are just going to be things that you can use for a short period of time. Durable virtual items, which are going to be like your hat or your house or your pet. And you hold those for a long time on the platform. They recognize that revenue from these durable items a little bit differently. Over the estimated period of time, the items are available to the user, which is the lifetime of the paying user. And then consumable virtual items, revenue is recognized as soon as the items are consumed. And so you can see that a lot of people are buying durable items on the platform, which is cool because that means people are planning to stick around, right? Maybe they just want a pet, but they're planning to stick around. Developers earn 130 million of 52% from Q3. They're planning to age up their users. They have partnerships with VanWorld, Netflix. Their team is 80% engineers. So they're just continuing to really focus on this platform. They don't have that management overhead that a lot of companies tend to get. It's really fascinating what they've been able to do. I think a quick summary, you have a lot of opportunities for the metaverse as people continue to stay focused focused on that. The broad opportunities, they have the creator economy opportunities, they have the future of social opportunities. They're going to have to stay on top of the crypto world. They have to make sure that they're not losing the developer community and that they 
can grow outside of their current user base, deal with the app store pressures. Yeah, that is everything that you need to know about Roblox. I will be back tomorrow to talk digital infrastructure recap. I attach my notes to these videos in the description box below. So if you ever need to go see the numbers that I'm talking about, if you have any questions, please let me know, comment below and ask them. Uh, I make these to be helpful. But yeah, thanks so much for hanging out and I will see you all soon. And if you want to go ahead and hit subscribe to the YouTube channel, it does help and I really appreciate it. And thank you. Bye.